0: What's up, everybody? This is Z launch Sports here with Kennedy Curley and Hayden Klinkhammer. Yes. It's been a while, so we're excited to be back. Oh, uh, yes. Game four tonight in the, in the NBA Finals, and mm. we are going to go ahead and uh, just kind of talk about a lot of the things, a lot of the, the juice that, that has been uh, just Juicy. fun over the past few days. Kyrie Irving, Carson Wentz just signed a deal today, an extension. There's a lot to talk about. So, with our, our first topic, let's mm. go ahead and talk about Kyrie Irving. He, according to Stephen A. Smith and Adrian Wojnarowski, he is eyeing the Brooklyn Nets, and reportedly he's, he's recruiting Kevin Durant right now. It's not that he will recruit Kevin Durant. He's recruiting him right now to Brooklyn. And with the Brooklyn Nets having traded uh, Alan Crabb away to the Atlanta Hawks, that opens up the opportunity for them to, I guess, have to pretty much get rid of D'Angelo Russell, uh, more 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 likely than not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to make space for two max players. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, with the reports of Kyrie being interested in the Nets, do you think that that's a good thing or a bad thing? For the NBA.
1: If Kyrie goes to Brooklyn. Without Kevin Durant, it is a good thing for the NBA. If he recruits Kevin Durant with him Uh to Brooklyn, that is a bad thing. Because, you know, you can make the argument both of them going to New York. Yes, it'd be a good team. But I wouldn't put that team above a lot of the other teams in the NBA just because... New York is very barren right now in terms of other guys. I mean, they have Mitchell Robinson, but, you know, he's really a, you know, kind of like a Tristan Thompson a few years ago. Um, he's really active offensively on the offensive glass. He's a better defender, much better defender than Double T, my boy. Um, but, yeah, um, I mean, we were, we were looking at Brooklyn's free agents, you know, before we started this, and they would be able to keep Dinwiddie. They'd be able to keep Jared Allen. They'd be able to keep Karis LeVert. And then you add in a top three player in the NBA, probably in Kevin Durant, and a top 15 player at the worst in Kyrie Irving. So, to me, that team... I think, would have to be the f- one of the favorites to go far. Um, it depends how Kyrie and Kevin will really fit together. Um, mm-hmm. But, so yes, I would say it's bad if they both go to Brooklyn Good. in terms of keeping the NBA, or getting the NBA back to being balanced.
0: Interesting. You know, Hayden, I'm glad you said that. Because I think the opposite, the exact opposite <laughs> of, a, of a lot of what you just said. There my reasoning is, so if, if, if Kyrie goes to the Nets alone, I think that's bad. And My reasoning for that is because I don't think, I think Kevin Durant has been wanting to leave the Warriors to start something new, to start his own team for a while. But I think that, I think that in him looking to leave, he's been looking to partner with somebody. And that's generally been tied to New York. And mm-hmm. so the, the thought this whole time was him and Kyrie would pair in New York and maybe they'd try to get Anthony Davis, which I would hate. But it would kill the Warriors. And I'm, I don't think that they would get Anthony Davis right now, at least.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe they could. But it would kill the Warriors. Not, not kill them, but it would kill the dynasty.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that that would be good.
1: I but agree. I agree with that part.
0: If Kyrie goes to the Nets then I don't think that New York is an attractive option for Kevin Durant anymore. I think that maybe he could pair with someone like Jimmy Butler. Maybe he could pair with someone like Kemba Walker. Um, but I just find it hard to to believe that he would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Go to New York, the, the barren location with not really much to offer other than himself and another Max player being Kyrie, as opposed to just staying in Golden State for another season yeah. or two and trying to do that. And so for me... I'm hesitant to say that it would be good. I, I guess it's not a guarantee that it would be bad. It just really depends, like you said, on on if Kevin Durant's willing to go to the Nets with him or mm-hmm. if Kevin Durant's willing to still stick with the Knicks. But if the Knicks become if it was contingent on Kyrie joining him in New York, then I'm a little worried that he sticks with the Warriors and that we see the same story from the last four okay. seasons, so
1: So when but, you put it like that, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Um, I didn't even look at it from the way of, you know, oh, if Kevin Durant doesn't see Kyrie in, on the Knicks, then he won't leave Golden State at all. Yeah. So, yes, in that situation, that would be terrible. Right. That would be terrible.
0: If he went to the Nets, I would actually be kind of entertained by that team. They're, so they're not they're, – I, I, they would be a good team for every reason that you said. Spencer mm-hmm. Dinwiddie is still there. Got Karis Levert, Jared Allen is there. And then in the off chance that maybe D'Angelo Russell decides to stick with them, I think they can go over the cap to get him, but they would just have to renounce his uh his yeah. what do you call it? His restricted
1: the qualifying, team,
0: yeah. Qualifying mm-hmm. offer. Um, but there's a chance that he would still stick around with them. I think he'd probably go. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: say you have that team all together, that's a good team. I don't think it's overwhelming like the Warriors are right I, now. I agree. And so for that reason, I don't think that that would be bad for the NBA. I actually think that would be kind of fun to have a New York team finally be good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, yeah, basically, I I guess I'm on the opposite end of you, and I think that your reasons are actually respectable. It could go either way because, uh, honestly, we know it, it sounds like Kyrie, we know that he wants to go to Brooklyn. Yeah. We don't know what Kevin Durant's thinking. Exactly.
1: He's so he's – so, um... I mean, he even just posted something on Instagram today like, uh, um, hang on. False (laughs) information doesn't become true just because it's repeated. Mm. So he's so, he's very, um, standoffish. He's become very standoffish since leaving Oklahoma City for the Warriors. Yeah. So
0: I think he got standoffish even before then. What, what, after he won the MVP? And everyone was was like, oh, you know, he called his yeah. mom the real MVP. Oh, he's so cute. He's so. Yeah. After that, I think he started to get really antagonistic with the media. Yeah, and it he's very. Annoyed. It's just gotten worse since then. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just annoying, and so I'm i dread the idea of him going to New York. You know, the Knicks media is not gonna. Well, yeah. Not gonna like
1: yeah, they're not gonna gonna... like them at all. Yeah, but I I think I think it'd be. I think it would be less annoying for me is if they weren't, you know, so overly stacked. You know, I, I don't understand what he has to complain about. Mm-hmm. I, I, re- I really don't. His team is in the finals and he hasn't played since the second round. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the way you put it, I think I would change my my view on that. I, I hadn't even looked at it from the whole, oh, if Kevin Durant doesn't go to the Knicks, he's going to stay in Golden State. I hadn't even thought about it like that. But, um, so, yeah.
0: That's possible, yeah. We'll just have to see because, like, like we both said, Kevin Durant, we just have no idea. Kyrie exactly. Irving, at least there's some indication of what yeah. he's probably going to do. Kevin Durant, it just seems as though this whole time we've been talking about him being tied to Kyrie going to New York, mm-hmm. which to me, and then we've also been talking about there's this weird idea that if the Warriors win without him, that he'll leave. And if they lose without him, that he'd be willing to stay. I don't buy, I don't buy that at all. Personally. I disagree. I, yeah. I think that that to me, if, if that's true, that's pathetic. Uh, he's, I think. Personally, I think he just wants to leave to start something new. I think yeah. that he's ready to for a new challenge. Yeah. I don't think that it's tied to them winning or losing. I think that it's we'll, – we'll figure it out. But I think that would be pathetic of him to make it contingent on what happens in this series as if, I,
1: I, as if
0: that would prove to fans that they could or couldn't win without him, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on, we can go ahead and talk about Carson Wentz. He agreed to a four-year – $128 million extension with the Philadelphia Eagles today. And he became, he got the most guaranteed money in NFL history for a quarterback. <laughs> so, and I'm really excited to hear your thoughts about this. And I'm actually really excited to talk about this. What are your thoughts on <laughs> extension?
1: <laughs> um, about I'm, I'm uh, I'm positive on it about as much as I would be in terms of if it was Dak Prescott getting this money. Okay. I mean, at the very least, what you can say about Dak is you know he's been on the the field. Oh. You know, Carson Wentz. The year they won the Super Bowl, he missed the whole playoffs. Last year, he gets hurt again. And they go from a losing team to making the playoffs. Barely, yes. But, I mean, when Nick Foles came in, you know, they were like three games under 500. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I think it's a bit too soon. I would have wanted to see what happens this coming year now that, you know, they don't have the security of Nick Foles. Um, I think Carson Wentz has to find a way to stay healthy. I mean, it's not like he's an older guy that's been beat up a whole lot. This is all, last season was only his third NFL season. Mm-hmm. And quarterbacks continue to be more and more protected. So, for me, it's about you got to stay healthy before – We can even talk about what he's done on the field in order to earn the money. Okay. But I'm guessing you have a stronger opinion on the take.
0: You you know, actually, Hayden, so I hate, I absolutely hate when quarterbacks are overpaid. I think that this whole trend of, of locking up quarterbacks prematurely
1: huh
0: In order to lock them up and make sure that you don't have to find other ones, I get it. I understand that it's hard to find great quarterbacks, but I just hate the idea of giving one person so much money that you can't pay everyone else mm-hmm. that you can't allocate you know resources to the rest of the team and, and it kind of makes it hard for you to win championships because you can't get other things. yeah, that said I don't think that this was that that giant of an exaggeration of a contract for Carson Wentz. So I think that he, we can make the case. He's a top 10 quarterback right now. I do agree that he needs to stay healthy, but I, we can make that case. And I would actually make the case. He's a top five talent of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So him being a top five talent, what is it? His, his fourth season coming up third season yeah, fourth. Fourth. Okay. So him being a top five talent, he's got all these years coming up where he's probably going to get better and better. he was, arguably the MVP before he got injured that season that they did win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, they probably would would have won the Super Bowl had he stayed healthy anyway. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think that what they have is a good situation at quarterback. They're, they're overpaying him, yes, but they're not overpaying him the same way that the Cowboys will be overpaying Dak or that the Giants overpaid Eli Manning or that even the Seahawks overpaid Russell Wilson, things like that. They, they're overpaying him, but I don't think it's nearly the, to the same extent that a lot of these other teams are doing so and i also think that in large part what the eagles have done to lock their their roster up already has actually been pretty impressive there was a list tweeted out i can't remember who tweeted it out of players on their roster who are very big contributors right now yeah. who still have three years left on their contract one of them is alshon jeffrey We've got a bunch of defensive players on that list and mm-hmm. so i don't think that this deal in the immediate future Makes it to where they're stripping the talent in other spots of the roster. I think that this deal just gives Carson Wentz a lot of money and makes sure that he's staying healthy or not healthy, happy on the team uh, for the next four seasons. I also think that for the Eagles, what they did was more than just affecting their own roster, but they might have gotten Dak a bigger contract because they just made the market a little bit hotter for him. Mm. I'm a little bit, a little bit sad. <clears throat> that mm-hmm. Dak Prescott is about to probably get paid in the $30 million range when I don't think he deserves it. I think the Eagles pretty much just just hyped up his market quite a bit. And I think they did it in a way that it didn't hurt them too much either. They had a they have a good quarterback. They have a better quarterback than anyone in the NFC East. And so I think that it was a pretty wow.
1: good oh.
0: Let's think about that. Dak Prescott, Eli Manning and then the Redskins don't really have too much. So I, I just I think that it was an appropriate deal compared to the rest of the NFL quarterbacks who were getting overpaid.
1: Mm, okay. All right. Slightly
0: overpaid, but not overpaid to a crazy degree.
1: All right. I just find it interesting that you were able to sit there and actually utter the words that the Eagles have the best quarterback in the NFC. NFC East. 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 Uh, NFC, no.
0: Still have, you still have Aaron Rodgers. You still have Drew Brees.
1: Okay. All right. I, I was going to say, um, make sure you mention a certain 40-year-old.
0: <laughs> but see, in a few seasons, once he's retired, Carson Wentz, and even Aaron Rodgers, as he gets a little older, Carson Wentz I is sure? probably the best I young quarterback talent, in the NFC.
1: Talent-wise talent – I would put him top five in the NFL in terms of talent-wise. Yeah, yeah. But you just got to stay healthy, man. I mean, you know, so I think it depends on what happens this coming season for me. Okay. Um, It could be a really good steal in terms of all the other quarterbacks, like you said. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone keeps talking about Dak is about to get $200 million, which if that happens, (laughs) oh, I can't wait. Do
0: you want to talk about that right now? We didn't have this planned, but do you want to talk about your opinion of Dak Prescott getting paid $200 million? You can start. Because okay, I'm going, to go, I'm going to go ahead and start because I was thinking about this, Hayden, and I came up with a list of 15 quarterbacks who I think are better than Dak Prescott right now. I think that Dak Prescott is the middle of the league starting quarterback right now. He could get better. I'm not going to deny I that. Agree, he has
1: I agree. He, he's young. He's you know, He's athletic. Potential yeah. is there, for sure. Potential is there. 100%. He's
0: fine. He's a solid quarterback. But as far as production in his first three seasons, I think that there are 15 quarterbacks that I think I would probably take over Dak Prescott. I'm going to tell you who. Just awesome. right now. Tom Brady. hmm I would take Ben Roethlisberger.
1: hmm
0: You could make the case for Baker Mayfield, but I'm not going to count him just yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, so that's two. We've got uh, Deshaun Watson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: then I've got Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, and and, um, Patrick Mahomes. That's in the AFC. That's six quarterbacks. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: In the NFC, I've got uh, Carson Wentz. Yep. I would take Kirk Cousins over Dak Prescott. I would take Aaron Rodgers. I would take Matt Stafford. I would take Drew Brees. I would take Matt Ryan, um, Cam Newton. Then I would take Russell Wilson. I would take. I mean, I, w- I would take Jared Goff. That's 15 quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay a non-15 Preach. quarterback. Preach.
1: Ladies uh, and gentlemen, this is money. coming from a Cowboys fan that is unbiased right here. Yeah. So I, I, I want everyone, I everyone, everyone give a round of applause for an unbiased Cowboys fan.
0: Look, I'm rooting for Dak. I even think that we should extend him. Just because I know that right now is our time, we have a good roster outside of him. For I us. agree. I for
1: agree. I just lifetime. don't think it should be two hundred million dollars.
0: Yeah, I just don't. If we if we're going to pay him two hundred million dollars, I think it needs to be next season. I agree. And I agree. Because I want him to show me this season that he can he can improve his passing skills enough to maybe pass a deep ball or build a connection with a wide receiver, with Mark Cooper, or Jason Witten, I agree. or whoever. Um, I, I just haven't seen it just yet. His rookie season was sensational. We all know that. Sophomore season wasn't really that good, and then last year he had a good, decent second and a half of the season.
1: Up and down, I would say. It was up
0: and down. A lot yeah. of it was Zeke. A lot of the the offense was because of Zeke, and Dak Prescott was able to kind of float. In
1: my mm-hmm. opinion, uh, I agree. I agree.
0: Do you have any thoughts about that, or is is that just? Do you want to leave it at that? <laughs>
1: I'll leave it at that because I feel like if I keep going, I will underplay. I think Dak Prescott is – I don't think Dak Prescott is bad. Um, I come on here a lot and I hate on the Cowboys because that's Mm. kind of my job (laughs) to be the the bad guy. But I don't think he's a bad quarterback at all. I think he's an average NFL quarterback.
0: Okay.
1: I would say average. Right in the middle, like you said. I agree with all 15 that you mentioned, um, you know, ahead of him. And, you know, speaking for, you know, our, our real biased cowboy friend, um, he would argue, you know, maybe like Deshaun Watson or someone like that. But I would say if you put Deshaun Watson on – the Cowboys and he has Zeke as a running back and that offensive line, he put up great stats.
0: I think Deshaun Watson, I, I don't understand why people think that Dak is better than Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson is miles ahead of Dak Prescott. I,
1: I agree. If you asked
0: me to trade Dak Prescott for Deshaun Watson right now, I would take it. I would pay you. I would give yeah. you 20 bucks out of my pocket. I don't have 20 bucks on me, but yeah. I'd give it to you. <laughs> I, would, I would take that uh, Deshaun Watson in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, the only one, I think that you could even make the case. We haven't seen the production yet, but um, the 49ers quarterback, um, Ruffalo, yeah. you can make the case that he's you know, worthy of a higher contract than Dak. I think, I I think he's yet. a
1: better thrower than Dak. Yeah. Dak has to improve on throwing the ball. We know he can run. We know he's athletic. Mm-hmm. We know he's a good or a decent game manager. Mm-hmm. I want to see him win games with his arm.
0: Yeah, I think that what we could see with Dak, what we need to see is a deep ball accuracy, and uh-huh. I want to see him get his, his passes off a little quicker. I think that he waits a little too long uh, at times. I, I don't think his mid-range accuracy is that bad, nor is his short range, but his long range Deep is bad necessarily, but he definitely doesn't take shots it's, anyway. It's
1: it's up and down, I feel like. Yeah, because, he has some moments. Um, he, For example, the Saints game, which I was at, You know, he made a great throw down the field where it was, like, dropped in between two guys. And then there was another time where I forgot who it was, but he was running wide open. He would have walked into the end zone, and Dak literally overthrew him by, like, almost 10 yards. Yeah. So, you know, I just think it's consistency on the deep ball for me more than anything.
0: Right. Well, we've talked enough about Dak Prescott probably. Yes. in a conversation that was mostly supposed to be Carson Wentz, but we can move on to the last topic that we have, which is the NBA Finals. Mm. Um, so started off 1-0. Toronto <sighs> won fair and square. Kawhi Leonard was was okay, but the rest of the team was good. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson was healthy. Game two, he got hurt. They still won. Game three, it was just too much for the Warriors. What are your thoughts on what has happened, and what do you have to predict for the upcoming matchups?
1: First off, to Kawhi Leonard, but most importantly, Kyle Lowry. Wait to go on breaking out of the whole, you know, he doesn't perform well mm. in the playoffs. Yeah. Was a plus 14, 23 points, 9 assists, shot well, 50% from the field, Five of nine from three. Um, Danny Green looks like Spurs Danny Green when they won the championship.
0: Looks like North Carolina championship Danny Green. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Six of ten from three. All of his shots were three-point shots, which is, you know, you have to be able to – you're not going to completely stop the Warriors. You have to be able to score. So Mm – You know, all starters scored above 15 points. So, yes, Kawhi Leonard gets the the recognition, but it's been everyone. It's been everyone. And that's how you – it can't be one guy. You know, we saw that last year even. Um, Game one, LeBron goes for 51, and they still lose. Yeah. I mean – and another thing, another thing, let me ask you this question. Okay. As a LeBron fan, why does when LeBron has great games but still loses with an average to terrible supporting cast mm. and then Steph has big games and everyone feels bad for him, is it because he's, he's a good-looking basketball player? What, what, what is that about?
0: So this is not my answer,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I don't. I agree with you. I think that if we're going to hold Steph Curry to that standard, we should hold LeBron James to that standard, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I think most people would say because LeBron is the greatest of all time, if you will, he should be held to a higher standard, which I disagree with. At the end of the day, if you don't have good teammates, you're probably not going to end up winning. And LeBron James, I think in Game 3, Steph Curry, for once, had a team that was similar to so mm-hmm. LeBron James' previous teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, obviously, Kawhi Leonard—or, sorry, Kyrie. I get Kawhi Leonard and Klay Thompson confused a lot just because of the Ks. Yeah. Klay uh, Thompson was out. Kevin Durant's out. Mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins is iffy uh, with his leg, but he's he's playing. I think that a lot of people are kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt just because a lot of his current roster and a lot of the core of it is gone. Um, okay. But I agree with you. I think that if you're going to get on to LeBron for not winning despite his good games, then you should probably do that to Steph Curry. Or we should all just be fair and say Steph Curry played phenomenally.
1: See, that's where started. I'm at. That's where I'm not taking anything away yeah. from Steph. I mean, the, the dude, the dude finally, you know... Decided to show up a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he balled out for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I found that interesting. I just thought I would ask.
0: Yeah, but that's, a, that's a fair point.
1: My prediction for the rest of the series, um, Clay is for sure playing tonight. I think I read. Uh-huh. Um, so I say the Warriors win tonight and it goes back to Toronto 2-2. And that's as far as I'm going to predict because I don't know the situation of Kevin Durant. I still think the Warriors will end up being too much. I'm at a point where I think I've learned to know better than, you know, just because the Warriors are down in the series, you know, oh my gosh, they're finally going to lose. But, you know, again – I think I would be the happiest person. I think I would be the happiest I've ever been to be wrong um, mm-hmm. if the Raptors end up winning the title. Yeah. And good for Kawhi Leonard, by the way, yeah. if that does happen.
0: If that, Yeah, so my, my initial reaction to all of this is actually similar to yours. I'm really impressed. It's not as much about Kawhi Leonard. I'm really impressed with how Kyle Lowry stepped up. Mm-hmm. Danny Green last game looked like Clay Thompson. Yeah, (laughs) no, exactly. Injured Clay Thompson sent his spirit to Danny Green and he overcame you know everything. It was it was phenomenal. Um, Danny Green stepped up. Haskell Siakam has played really well in the wins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's averaging over 20 points in this series. Mm -hmm. And then Kawhi Leonard's playing like Kawhi Leonard. He hasn't exploded yet, but he's played pretty well.
1: Yeah.
0: That I'm really impressed with what the Raptors. I I didn't think. So coming from someone who well, no, actually, I'm not. I'm not even going to mention this. I think a lot of people last series when they were playing the Bucks were not impressed with the surrounding cast of Kawhi Leonard because of how close it was against the Seventy Sixers in the series before that. Mm-hmm. Everyone was expecting the Bucks surrounding cast to just outperform all of the Raptors, and I agree. I think that the Raptors since then have shown that they have better players than just Kawhi Leonard. They yeah. Have- you know Kyle Lowry stepped up, and Kyle Lowry, as you said, has been someone who has been doubted a lot because over the years there was underperforming on his part, and mostly probably on Demar Derozan's part.
1: A lot of it was Demar Derozan, Yeah, but
0: I think now Kyle we're starting Lowry to realize did, it was DeMar DeRozan, it. Demar Derozan who probably needed to perform better. Um, but Kyle Lowry, I'm really impressed with him, and if he's an NBA champion and what is he, a five time All Star? Yeah. I'm not saying he is a Hall of Famer, but you could certainly Start to have that discussion a little bit. Um, where I'm going with the future, I think so. Clay Thompson comes back tonight, and I think that the Warriors will win. Um, I agree with you. I think that they'll win this game, but I think it'll be very close. I'm actually really excited I, for this.
1: I uh, agree. I'm very excited. And I
0: dare I say, I even think that the Raptors could win this one again. but I'm I not do too.
1: I do too because you know yes, Kawhi had thirty points, but we still haven't seen him like we like just explode.
0: It's been a quiet thirty points, which is very-
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But part of that is just because the rest of the team's really stepped up. Oh yeah, I think so. That I think Clay Thompson coming back, it's just too much uh, tonight at home, and I think that I'm gonna say I don't, under the assumption that Kevin Durant doesn't come back. And they're talking about him coming back in game five. they've been saying that for the exactly. past two weeks now, so I'm it's
1: supposed to be back in game two. so yeah.
0: there's been that elephant in the room for a long time. Yeah. I'm just going to say if he does not come back, I still have them in I still have the Raptors in seven. Uh, the Raptors have just taken home court advantage back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, like I said, if Kevin Durant's not back in game five, I have the Raptors winning that one I have them winning in game seven. I think that. Roy Leonard is bound to have one of those explosive games sometime soon. And the way that Kyle Lowry play, has played, and I don't think that anyone's done a good job on Pascal Siakhtam just yet. And he hasn't even been making his threes.
1: He's yeah, just been scoring
0: on them in mid-range. I think that the Raptors will end up winning this series. If Kevin Durant comes back, we should have a, another conversation about this, obviously. Yeah. But my prediction, Toronto, and I've been really impressed with Toronto. So
1: I agree. Toronto, Toronto has made me look bad. But again, like I said, I've never been so excited to look bad because yeah. I, I'm, ready, I'm ready for someone to finally punch Golden State in the mouth and give them almost, almost a wake-up call.
0: Yeah,
1: Like, you know, you can't just literally coast through whenever you want and, you know, act like you're a bunch of gods. Yeah. Um, so yeah I'm excited if Toronto wins tonight that's, that's massive that, I would say the series is over
0: they could, yeah they could end up winning this in 5
1: they if, if they, Toronto yeah. if Toronto wins tonight I would go as far to say the series is over because they're going back to Toronto for game 5 and I just think you know that, that place is yeah
0: so both of us mentioned Kyle Lowry. Do you think that the whole incident with the pushing oh, yeah, of the – That's
1: ridiculous. Owner- that's completely unacceptable. Yeah. Did you see what, what his punishment was?
0: A year ban and $500,000. Uh, I
1: think it should have been more, to be honest. But, yeah, so. you know, if a player would have pushed mm. a general manager, the player would have been in a lot more trouble, I feel like. Or, or, or part, whatever he is, part-time owner or mm. – part owner, whatever, yeah, that was
0: unacceptable. Yeah, the player probably would have been punished monetarily the same amount, probably wouldn't have been banned for a year, but they probably would have gotten the same yeah. financial punishment. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel about the, the punishment just yet, but what I do have to say is, it just made me admire Kyle Lowry even more, that all he did was turn around and just yell at him, you know? I agree, um, I agree. He, Russell Westbrook would have like probably oh, yeah, yeah. tried to fight yeah. him, you know, uh, yeah. or, you know, Kevin Durant might've even tried to fight him. Kyle yeah. Lowry just turned and started yelling at him. Like, what, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Um, to, to me that as much as he, I guess he could make the argument. He didn't need to do that. I think that was warranted. And I think I, that I, I have no to me, problem. that's, that was control. That was actually a controlled reaction. <laughs> oh was, yeah. Oh yeah. What anyone else would have done. If I'm I was in trust- the middle of
1: a game and someone literally pushed me from the sands, I would have, I would have reacted much. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I, I think that that was awesome. but.
1: Great job to Kyle Lowry. And I'm not to- even really a Kyle Lowry fan, but I mean. I am now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, yep. I mean, hats off to Kyle Lowry yep. for sure.
0: Well, that's all we have today. So if you are listening, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter, at Lunch Sports. Yes. DM us any of your ideas, any of your thoughts. If you just want to talk basketball, whatever, give us a follow and uh we'll be back on i believe tomorrow actually tomorrow. we'll Lock. discuss the uh, game tonight and then we'll discuss some other things too so yes. um beyond t- uh, you know say say stay listening mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see y'all later
1: bye